Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of Throwback to School. I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Liza. Welcome. Hey, welcome to the episode. Uh, today, we are talking about one of Liza's picks. Oh. Uh-oh. That's, it's, it's weird because it's almost like it's dawning on you that this is one of your picks, <laughs> even though you said we were doing one of your picks and we watched your pick right before we recorded this yes also this is the whole point of the podcast this is the whole point of the podcast <laughs> is we are revisiting things we liked in high school and seeing if they're good anymore or not and uh liza we are examining one of your things that you liked in high school yes we are um why don't you tell us a little about <laughs> your pick my pick for today was the classic very well-known movie, classic rom-com uh-huh. of named Forces of Nature. Everybody was saying it along because when you describe a rom-com, everybody thinks of Forces, Forces of, of nature, nature first <laughs> and then whatever else romantic comedy second. Yeah, whatever else is, yeah. you know, 50 first dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boring ones, say anything, you know, whatever. Just boring stuff, yeah. but Forces of Nature, number one. Yeah. On all the lists of rom-coms. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the AFI list of rom-coms. So great. Yeah. So, Liza, why? why? I regret this. Why? Why do you think <laughs> in high school... I regret this podcast. Yeah. Let's cancel the podcast now. Uh, why do you think you like this movie in high school? Oh, gosh. Um. Well, I think, um, as mentioned before, um, I liked ben affleck that's fine <laughs> that's fine uh, i don't know that i i don't hate him now i don't love him i just he's there whatever he's there you know, he, exists he exists in the world as a person you're allowing him to exist in the world yes i'm allowing him that's right um, that's so nice of you i know right i'm so charitable <laughs> yeah that's the number one thing i'd say about you is you allowing other people to exist in the world makes you very charitable. <laughs> um, anyway, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, okay. It's the, it's because it's both Ben Affleck and Sandra. Sandy. Sandy Bobel. Uh-huh. It's just a great combo of people that I really like. Um, it is. I, I mean, like, I guess I should have looked an into it. It's odd combo. Like, I don't think even then they were really in the same spheres. Well, I, I yeah, I I don't remember exactly where Ben Affleck was in in 1999. Like I I mean like where he was like where did he live? Yeah, where did he live? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know where he lived at that point. Um, well, now you do, but like in the like Hollywood sphere, I don't really know where he was in terms of like because I know like uh, Goodwill Hunting had been out mm -hmm. and maybe even Reindeer Games was out at that point. Oh, I don't know what that is. And I was actually gonna say like. I have at least three movies that I wrote down that I really liked at the same time okay. that are Ben Affleck or uh, Sandrick. Okay. Uh, Arm Armageddon. Uh huh. Dogma. Uh huh. And Paycheck. Were those all at the same time? I thought Paycheck was later. Yeah, Paycheck I think is maybe later. Yeah. Two thousand, like two thousand six or something. That's him and Uma Thurman, right? I don't know. Uh oh, <laughs> this is a movie you like. You just well, said. Well, I liked. In like the past. Like I have not seen it in a really long time. No, I'm curious. I think it's I think it's Oom. He goes back in time, right? I don't know. I didn't I it's not my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's your favorite movie. You tell me. Two thousand no, two thousand three. Please don't uh, burn me on the stage for this movie. 
It's Ben Affleck, Uma Thurman, and Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. And it's a John Woo movie. John, John Woo did a bunch Woo. of like action movies in the late right. 90s, early 2000s. I, I think he did like maybe the second Mission Impossible movie mm. and then like Face Off and... Did you see Face Off? Yeah. I it just I'm Face now realizing might, like how action y probably paycheck is. Yeah. And that's not really Face the Off kind might of end up I being watch. a movie we watch on this podcast for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. A little forecoming. Um Yeah. I didn't see Paycheck. Okay. That's fine. It really you don't need to. Okay, great. I don't I also, think it's good. I don't think I need to rewatch Forces I think of I Nature. I probably also, had but. a crush on Ben Affleck, let's be real. That's why I yeah. liked those movies. Sure. I think he was my generations george clooney it's so we were talking about this a little bit during the movie Mm -hmm. and to me like he's very kind of like and maybe it's by design in the movie Mm -hmm. but he's so he's very boring looking to me in the movie and i don't find him to be very attractive at all i think now to me he looks boring and i think it's the opposite for me because i think he's gotten more attractive in his older years but (laughs) yeah what no i don't know (laughs) yeah he i think he got more character later like the when he was younger it's the same with like matt damon so i I always want to call him fat damon and because of the the informant when he was no because then people start that nickname for him they start that nickname around the the informant because he he got fat for that movie You have to call it that because there's an exclamation point at the end of the title of the movie. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, you just meant to be loud at that point. (laughs) No, it's If you call it the informant, then no one's going to know what you're talking about. So you have to call it the informant. Okay, cool. So you have to, to, if you're on mic, you have to blow out the mic by saying it as loudly as possible. Yeah. The informant. (laughs) So Um, where do you you fall on Matt Damon versus Ben Affleck? Oh, definitely Benny Flex. Opposite. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think Matt Damon is a more attractive. Really? Guy. Yeah. Is it just because you like his personality better? I don't know. Probably. Don't they have the same personality? I think like I, it seems to me that Matt Damon's a little more willing to take a joke about himself than Ben Affleck. Mm, because of the Jimmy Kimmel stuff. Because of the Jimmy Kimmel stuff. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're. I think you absolutely nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see... I'm not convinced that Ben Affleck doesn't have humor about himself, though. I don't know, like, it... But I don't know that he does, either. Okay. Fair. So, like, uh, did you ever... Because the Kimmel bit for a long time was, like... Yeah, because he would the, say, like, a long time ago, he was invited, and yeah. then they booted him off to have someone else on yeah. that could only make it that night. Yeah. And then it was, like, a... Now it it's like been a running, running joke. joke that they, he's never been invited, quote-unquote. Yeah. And then, like, the one time he did come on... He came on and Jimmy Kimmel said, like okay, we're out of time. And, yeah. and, and then Matt Damon's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You invited me on. Blah, blah, blah. So I, I thought that was pretty. Yeah. And now they thing. keep playing with it, which is cute. Yeah. Um, but also I think both Matt Damon and Matt, and Matt Damon and Matt Damon, um, <laughs> both Matt Damon and Ben Affleck might be bad guys in the world. Like just misogynist. Well, what? like I'm not. I should have researched this before I brought it up because I don't want to slander two people who may not have done anything, but I think they were at least like aware of Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah. I think so too. And I think like most recently Matt Damon is one of the people that, um, when the me too movement came out was 
saying like, oh, they're making it worse for us, the good guys. Yeah, that was it. I think like it was not yeah. a good argument. I think it was more... If you're I, trying to be an ally, don't say that. I think I remember more Ben Affleck maybe being on like the... When um, Rose McGowan oh, kind okay. of made, you know, was... Her, her story was out. Mm-hmm. I think Ben Affleck was somehow not like a perpetrator, but maybe complicit in something that she was talking about. And I think... Okay. I think I'm conflating the again. I think Matt Damon was a guy who was like, hey, I'm, I'm with you, but can we ease off? Cause like you're making it harder on us, the good guys. Yeah, and it's right? just like, dude, just like relax for like a half hour. It'll, you know, like this will be fine for you yeah. because you're an attractive white man in Hollywood <laughs> and it'll be fine. If you just don't say anything for like a month, yeah. things will be fine for you. Yeah. So instead of like just saying like, Hey, you know what? This is an important movement. I'm going to keep my mouth shut for a little while. He was like, Hey, I, I'm no, with but, you, yeah. but uh, t- don't put this on me. Like, My I'm life a go- is so hard now. I'm a good guy, and it's hard for me to see men being attacked. <laughs> Aww. Oh, poor Matt. Poor Maddie Pooh. Oh, no. So anyways, back to forces of nature. Anyway, they might have the same personality. Maybe they're the same person. Have we seen them in the same room? I mean... No, definitely not the same. <laughs> not the same movie. Certainly not. <laughs> they haven't been in a bazillion movies together. No, ever, no, definitely right? not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, definitely not a movie you named up top. Dogma. Um, <laughs> that I like still that. like. That you still and like. Maybe own. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. You're allowed to. Dogma I, is funny. Dogma's funny. I haven't seen it since it. It's it's raunchy, but there's freaking um, Silent Bob and I think I have a problem. What's his name? Uh, Ned. <laughs> Who are you talking about? The tall, skinny, blonde, long-haired guy. Oh, from Jay. Jay. Yeah. One syllable name. Yeah. It's fine. Same thing as Ned. Yeah. Um, Silent Bob and Ned sounds fine to me. I think I hit a point with Kevin Smith movies where I just couldn't. After you loved them and after I them? loved them, um, I, I think I hit a point with them where I just wasn't watching them anymore. And I don't think I revisited any Kevin Smith movies in probably like 10 years. Oh, well, I don't know how many Kevin Smith movies I've seen besides Dogma. Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy. Bye. Bye-bye, <laughs> Um, So I don't know how many you've seen either. I've seen... um. Mike and Molly make a porno. That's not the nope. movie. Nope. Mike and Molly, the uh, <laughs> show with Melissa it's McCarthy. Yeah. They made a porno in no, that the show? No, the one with Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks. Zach and Miri. Zach and Miri. Yeah. Same diff. Yeah. Mike and Molly, Zach and Miri. Same thing. <laughs> Isn't that a Kevin Smith movie? Is it? Okay. Back to Uh-oh. Forces of Nature. <laughs> By the way, people are going to think like, oh, there must have been a hard edit point because that felt like a very stark... It's very natural yeah, for yeah. me then to just move on very quickly. Okay, go ahead. Forces of nature. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I don't want to poo-poo it you don't too want, much. You don't want to talk about a movie you liked too much. Yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. End of the episode. Yeah. Wow, that was a really quick episode. <laughs> Most of it was about Ben F or Matt Damon. Uh huh. Yet again, they're Yet the same again. person turns out. Yeah, I think there's. It, it was mostly the the cast. Mm-hmm was cool to me yeah in high school um obviously this movie came out in 1999 correct not when i was in high school that's just what i liked in high school Uh uh-huh i um also i wrote down some notes and um and you made a comment about it there's a lot a lot a lot of 
rain shots. Yeah. Like slow motion shots with drops of rain. It felt like, yeah, we were commenting during the movie. It feels like someone's like first or second year in film school. Like they, they just found the idea that they can make interesting shots with like the weather. Yeah. Or something. So there's a lot of shots of like looking up at the sky and like rain's falling or yeah. like or the other way around falling. you're in the sky and you're watching people run under you yeah. and there's raindrops um and i know the movie's called forces of nature so like the, it like nature and weather sort of plays like a big role in right. the movie in catastrophes yeah but like it is like it's just full of these like very not interesting but what people would think are interesting shots with the camera like a lot of like tilt it like the camera tilts a lot in yeah. the movie or like or you were commenting set, like, like crotch level yeah, to look up to at sh- the character like yeah, shooting up from below just yeah. like a lot of like what people would think of like wouldn't it be more interesting if we shot this like this versus mm-hmm. like the traditional camera shot yeah. and it's it's a lot of that which is also maybe indicative of just the movie in general where it's like wouldn't it be more interesting if blank yeah versus yeah. like yeah classic i think yeah a lot of this movie is definitely like it's gonna be a classic rom-com but every other thing we're gonna tornade on its yeah, head right yeah but in it in itself is still like a traditional oh yeah traditional rom-com i, I made finger quotes for the people who are not in the room right now <gasps> um it's a traditional rom-com from like the late 90s where like it still hits all the tropes of like yeah so the movie is about oh, yeah ben affleck <laughs> is on the way to get married to uh Maura Tierney's character. Mm-hmm. Uh he's flying from New York to Savannah, Georgia to go marry her mm-hmm. in her parents like rich ass mansion. Colonial home or whatever. Um, but they're he's on a plane with uh Sandy. Sandy Boo Boo. Sandy Boo Boo and their plane like a bird flies into the engine and like grounds this plane. So there's no planes going to Georgia, I guess, for the next like two days. Right, because they're like, ooh, fuck no, we don't want to fly planes over there. Yeah. So they cancel the planes. They try and take a train down to. Well, yeah, they basically like from that point. Every time they find a solution to get to Georgia, some mishap happens. There's a yeah. There's an obstacle. It's it's like. It's a freaking like ninja warrior movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of like hoops they have to jump yeah. through is pretty amazing. There's swimming involved. Yeah. But they, so the, the point of the, and like, they keep tagging up because they both need to get to Savannah. Yeah. And quite. A, they have a time frame. Yeah. Like they don't have to, like he's about to get married and she needs, she has like a timeline. She needs to meet. Yes. Someone in yeah. Savannah at a certain date. Um, so they keep, kind of not wanting to but really wanting to travel, travel together, together yeah to savannah one mm-hmm. way or another they um take a plane they take a car mm-hmm. they take a train which makes me think that really this movie is a non it's like a platon a non-platonic version of train planes and automobiles yeah yeah it's planes <laughs> trains buses cars <laughs> And, and love run, and running yeah <laughs> and rain and running shoes yeah and swimming <laughs> um yeah it's, it's it's just it's based so like the whole movie is like sort of set up to make you like sandy and ben together mm. as a couple because he's sort of like a straight laced his job is he writes the blurbs in fit in books like 
he writes like the short blurbs of the on the book jacket not the like describe the book not the review but like the uh, the summary on the side of the mm-hmm. book um which is i i don't and think make, is a job well you think i mean it's, like it's it is it done i think it's probably the ed- edition house right like, i think work for for publishing but they make it house. seem like he's like a very successful book blurb writer but i feel like yeah, that but would it's be never quoted to him because she's she's like she can quote it yeah. back to him and he's like i wrote that and she's like, what? And like, I, she doesn't remember the book, but she yeah, remembers the, the description of yeah. the book. I, I, I wonder, it, and I apologize if there's a book blurb writer out there who's listening who's just all like, those, you are insulting book my blurbs out there. job. But it, it to me feels like that would be like your second job on top of like you're also the editor or you, you know, you do something else at the, like, I don't, I can't imagine that's just one person's job, but again, maybe it is. But they know, make maybe. it seem like he's very successful and like, of course, that's his job. Mm-hmm. And like, not like, that's your job, dude. Yeah. You write that's book weird. blurbs? Yeah. Um, so he's, th- the whole movie is kind of s- set up to make you want like them together, even though they're sort of like an odd couple. Like she's very eccentric and like outgoing, outgoing and, and seems to be like, you know, just so chaotic flowing and, and yeah. yeah, a bit of a force of nature herself. Oh. <laughs> hello is this on <laughs> did my mic turn off um but you kind of want to like them together at the same time he's going to get married to uh like two days later two days later to this woman who we don't really know anything about no she's like there's no bride. there's no introduction to her character she is just like sort of the macguffin at the end of the movie for him to get to right but there's no like real character development for her Except that she's his wife or he, mm-hmm. his bride to be, mm-hmm. and there's no like other than she seems to be upset the whole movie that he's not there. Right, that's she's her. Like, she's like upset, and also like both of them are very like their parents are both sets of parents are super controlling. Yes, and they like they take over the phone. Like she has him on the phone after the car. She sees the car crash. Or the plane crash crash on TV sees her husband in the background of the newscast. Of course, anybody would be like, what the fuck? Like panicking. Yeah. And being very scared. And he finally gets to call her. She has him on the phone and her dad, not his dad, her dad grabs the phone. He's like, okay, Ben, let me tell you what to do. And Southern accent. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Well, let me tell you what to do. Yeah. Tell him that blah, 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 blah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's very strange to me. It's a strange movie. And uh, one of the things I wanted to get to about this movie is I think it really like I think watching this movie with 2018 eyes versus like seeing this movie maybe like when I first saw it, which might have been like in the early 2000s when this trope wasn't maybe as tired and also definitely not something that I was probably aware of back then. Yeah. Even is I think this movie does a very bad job of like portraying women as like there's two types of women in the movie Mm -hmm. there's sandy's character which is like free-flowing and fun (laughs) and like she's so cool and then there's but also like a fuck up also a fuck up but like she's cool like you know you have to like her because she's so like she's so cool you know and then like and then the other type of of woman in the movie is like the 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 bride-to-be slash her maid of honor which is like shrill Mm -hmm. you know like how could you be doing this mm-hmm. sort of like, 
oh, these women are so bossy to me, you know? Like, <laughs> I just want a woman who's going to be fun. Yeah. And, like, it just, there's only two types of women mm-hmm. in the world, either the one that are very cool with all these shenanigans that men get into, or the kind that are going to be mad and, mm-hmm. like, ruin your fun. Yeah. And They're also the, the reason why you, like, all the men in the movie talk to Ben Affleck about marriage uh-huh. in horrible depressing ways yeah it's like like, oh you're gonna like his his um best man Mm -hmm. is like you gotta get laid now buddy right like this is the last chance for you to get laid with everything walking and talking as possible yeah because you're about to just like you're basically dying yeah (laughs) then there's like his own dad Mm -hmm. being like i didn't really like your mom but then we got married and she's all right yeah like what in everyone like the he bus meets, driver he meets a guy uh, on know. the bus driver is like for buddy you know like uh, hey if you want to be tied down for the rest of your life you know and then like the guy he's sitting next to on the plane oh, has God, the same guy. spiel about like don't get married it's you're like never gonna have sex again it's, and children are the worst yeah like you're gonna get married is just like it's so weird hell. because like there's they they present these points of like marriage is terrible and women are terrible and they're gonna ruin your life but there's no like counter to that where somebody says like he doesn't meet somebody along the way who he's like hey buddy you know like tell me about your marriage and he's like dude marriage is great you know yeah. like there's no there's no counter to it like there's mm-hmm. nobody who says like yeah my wife is my best friend you know like mm-hmm. there's none of that it's all like hey you know say goodbye to your life because uh that's what it's like to be married and mm-hmm. he gets like 20 speeches like that in the movie and then like there's nobody to there's no counterpoint to it so spoiler alert when at the end of the movie he gets back to the to the wedding there's no like there's no reason for him to even think about like continuing on with the wedding because at this mo- at this point in the movie he's fallen hopelessly in love with Sandra Bullock's character and also every man in the movie has told him like you're going to be sad and pathetic married, married yeah. but they don't they also don't sh- like movies today are not perfect in terms of presenting like a good healthy relationship or like you know presenting the counter arguments of like women are you know like i think they're a little better about presenting like not just saying like hey women are terrible end of story you know like no but at no point in this movie did you know like the steve zahn character his like best man who's the guy who's like hey don't you know like if you're not gonna get laid one last time and like have something to remember while you're married then like you're then that's your fault at no point is there ever like a moment where he gets like his comeuppance or it's like it turns out oh yeah he's really sad and alone yeah because like all he's doing is he's chasing right these women and has no like satisfying around or or learning curve it's just like it's just all these men who just keep saying like hey you don't end up with this person and there's no like turnaround of like oh you know like uh there's like there's their side of the story is they're really sad and alone Mm -hmm. or you know they had a bad marriage but like things are things are just not working out for them in terms of like you know the dating scene is really sad or something it's just like they're all presented as like you know hey this is really sad and this is really stupid you shouldn't do this goodbye you know like or or any women for the matter that like like the few people the few women that would be able in this movie to talk about marriage are the two moms right who are not in happy or i guess that sandra bullock's character was married twice to abusive douchebags right and so 
okay, that's one story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the moms get shut up by their husbands. Yeah. While they're like confused. Well, I don't understand why you're getting cold feet, buddy. Like Mary and like they don't even get to say their part because their husbands are just like, well, you just got to buckle down, my friend. Yeah. Like marriage is just something a man's got to do. Yeah. There's a and lot. Even if you hate your partner. It, it feels like and like even the way that the the like the mom characters are written they're all sort of submissive and like subservient yeah. to their husbands even like one of them is like in a fractured marriage yeah yeah exactly one of them the bride finds uh-huh. out while her husband's away and she's kind of having a, a little bit of a meltdown or or it's not having a good time obviously she's she does, she's about to get married and she's stressed out and she finds out that her parents have been separated Mm -hmm. and apparently everybody else knows but yeah right and they're like oh yeah i just got another apartment and i stay there you're never down here in savannah it's your fault yeah and she's like well you could have told me too Mm -hmm. but um okay and they're like and and that makes her think that like crushes her world or whatever yeah but they don't get to explain why and how well, cause we're they separated. We spend so much time like finding, right, like building like, the love story that doesn't happen. Right. Building a love story that at the end of the movie does doesn't, not matter. Yeah. And like this relationship. And I, I think the idea is that you're supposed to be on this journey with Ben Affleck and like, he's with this person who is to, you know, to the naked eye, like the perfect woman, like she's so cool and mm-hmm. you know, she dances around and she's like very like free spirited and like is like letting him, you know, do all these things versus like his fiance or, you know, all the other women in the movie who are like very strict and, you know, like you should be here by now. I don't understand why, mm-hmm. you know, blank. I don't understand why your train broke down or why the bus kicked you off or yeah, whatever. Or you like, ran out of money. And yeah, it's yeah. just, it's a lot of like people who just don't understand Ben and how cool he is and how nice he is. And like, you know, like it's, a, and it's so much like misunderstandings and him not being able to explain it in a way that would just like make it like. Yeah, like the whole, I mean, I think like the part where they fight in the in the hotel room, yeah, to me is like I hate it and I love it, yeah, because I think like the arguments that they use against each other are like smart arguments, yeah. Like I I really I'm like yeah okay that like that fits the character that they're portraying where he's like this kind of you know st- stoic square dorky yet super attractive dude who like can't be honest with himself or with other people, including the person he's about to marry. And like to say like, Hey, I'm stuck. I'm like, all of these obstacles have happened now and I'm stuck with this woman and we're going to travel together because we both need to get to places together and we both ran out of money. So we're going to join forces to, Uh (laughs) to get to Savannah. Uh huh. Like that takes two minutes. I just explained it to you, Andrew. Yeah. Like, and never in that movie that ever happened. Yeah. Somehow, when he's on the phone, he like the dads take the phone over to like explain life to them, or he runs out of coins, or yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. But he, but then they run into the best man and the maid of honor. Maid of honor, and he's caught in a lie because they lied to freeload on an old people's 
bus like, tour. touring bus thing yeah. um, to appear cuter so they would let them be on their bus. Yeah, it's I'd... such a weird like yeah. thing. Anyway, he gets caught in a lie. And instead of just like calmly being like, okay, I'm sorry. We had to lie to get on the bus. We had to lie to get on so the bus. So I could bus get to the wedding. That I, we had to say that I was a doctor and uh, that we were married. Like, it's stupid, but like, how long would it take? Like, right. Like, it's just one of those, it, the, the, it's one of those movies or shows that, Every 10 minutes, you're like, why is this character doing this? They're making it worse. Yeah. Like, the whole movie is PSA for, like, don't lie. You will make it worse. Yes. Like, just be honest. But at the same time, like, there's no consequence for him lying. No, there isn't. So, like... He, get, he gets back to Savannah and cries and tells her that, like, whatever his expectation of... Well, he tells Being married was going to be He tells her like, "Hey, I'm really sorry." And he's about to tell her what happened and she goes, "Up up 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 up. I know everything." Yeah, because the the curly head girl. Yeah, her, his, her maid her, of honor told her like, "Oh, he was in the pool with this girl." At no point did he ever like fess up to the fact that like they were about to have sex in the hotel room. Yeah. And like she stopped him mm-hmm. and she was like, "You're about to get married. You don't want to do this." Mm-hmm. So at no point is it ever like fessed up to her that like, oh, by the way, I was like, she's like, I know that you didn't cheat on me. And technically he didn't, but he had every intention to, but it was stopped by not him. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's no consequence at all for any of his lying to say like, you know, he just like came back into his wedding. So he, he falls in love with Sandra Bullock and decides he's going to break up his wedding for her. They're going to go to their, to his wedding and he's going to tell his fiance that the wedding's off Mm -hmm. because he's in love with Sandra Bullock. And then he gets into the wedding and realizes, oh, I'm actually in love with this woman still. Mm -hmm. And then Sandra Bullock goes, oh, peace out. Bye. I'm going to go find my son now. And at no point is it like, farewell, Ben. Yeah. There's just like, (laughs) there's no, there's no consequence for him in the movie. Like everything works out for him in about every way possible. That is a rom-com though. Yeah. Right. Like, but I feel like there's at it's least backwards because he ends up with the person that he's been not wanting the entire movie. But he realizes was the perfect one for Match him. Or whatever. But he just needed to like have this like romantic liaison with this woman for two days to realize that his actual love was this woman. But also we'll never tell her that like, oh, by the way, I was like inches away from having sex with this other woman. Yeah. And good thing she stopped me because I, I would have and it would have broken up this whole marriage thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's like there's it's a consequence free movie for him. Yeah. Not not Ben Affleck, the actor, but his character. Yeah. Ben Affleck got away with something and I want to bring it up right now. Yes. Burn you are him, on trial. Burn him, burn ben him. Affleck. And if you're out there and you're listening, I want to know I'm calling you out on this podcast, Ben Affleck, and I want you on here to answer for your crimes. What is this? It's my uh, radio. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't have anything. Sorry. I think if it was a, if it was like a zoo, zoo time radio morning host, he would have been like, and that's why Ben Affleck is the hero of this movie. And I love him so much for getting away with almost sleeping with Sandra Bullock in the movie. I love it. I love Ben Affleck, my a de- hero. A demon has taken over the podcast. I just want to say that's a real bad out there. Ben Affleck and Forces of Nature, we give you a shout out. 
Anyway, thanks for listening to Throwback to School. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um. So, like, what? What? Oh, so I didn't finish my thought. Earlier. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's okay. The what I know. It was a long time ago now. Um. What I was gonna say about the, the a lot of shots about the rain. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was a long time I know ago. that's okay. <laughs> um, I loved those in high school. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought they were the coolest. Like, oh, slow mo rain. How like creative and romantic. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. And now to see them again, it, like the whole movie looks like a bad music video to me yeah it's very it has really bad late 90s early 2000 music that yes. you can't recognize it's not like oh remember that song and how shitty it was no it's it's just like copies of bad song yeah so they're even worse the one recognizable song i, I the like credits, the one thing yeah. but it was even like it's not even like i just recognized that it was bono's voice Right, but no. it's not like a famous. U2 it's not a famous U two song, but it, I was just like, this like, sounds like yeah. Bono, and that was the only thing was like, that sounds like him. It might be him. Yeah, and I think a few of the songs do that. Like, I think there's another song that like vaguely sounds like Bjork. I don't sure. think it's Bjork. Might not be Bjork. There's, there's maybe like, ooh, this vaguely sounds like Moby. It's mm-hmm. not Moby. Like, I don't know. It's it's just bad music with like really cheesy shots trying to be creative or maybe or just checking off boxes of an assignment at film school yeah, yeah. I, I don't know um and i in high school thought that was a cool a visually cool movie mm-hmm. um, we all live and learn so please if if we're gonna like really <laughs> like kind. talk to people or talk about like things that we thought were like interesting or cool in high school <laughs> yeah. then like this is going to be a very embarrassing podcast for yes. me. um <laughs> i'm looking at the song list from the movie and i'm going to tell you if there's a bjork song in here okay so far no there was that youtube song um nice. oh boy no i thought oh yeah when because the first like slow-mo shot slow-mo shot of the rain you see is right before um they like hang out in a kmart all night long yeah i there's no bjork thought that whole scene was the most romantic fun <laughs> scene i had ever seen in a movie uh-huh. i was like i want to be them that sounds oh my like God, so much I fun be in a 24 get caught in the rain and then hang out at a fucking kmart yeah like until it's day again right so you can travel again some more i think that's a i think that's a, a common thing in like younger years to think like that's a very cool romantic thing to do like a weird like special time or i don't know i think it's it's like unconventional enough that like it would not happen in your regular life on a regular Mm -hmm. occurrence but it's not like illegal yeah or some weird like drug drug trip they didn't they didn't break into the kmart no it's just open 24 7 and nobody is really gonna care like who goes to kmart at three in the morning people waiting for morning to show up again right also you know that that was fake because that kmart was too clean to it be was a hella clean yeah. it was the most beautiful clean kmart it was like a ever. target Ooh. Oh. maybe they filmed it in the target and just slapped kmart on top maybe kmart was the i mean kmart was definitely the target of its time in like the late 90s i guess more but, than what's the other one i don't know what is the other one walmart walmart <laughs> no i think walmart because walmart up until like the last like 
15 years, I think was more of a regional thing. Like we just, oh, okay. we within like the last 15 years got a, mo- a Walmart up here, I think. I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm not really sure yeah. how that works. I don't know how that works either. I've only seen Kmart's in like really remote places in the US. Yeah. Well, there's one on Aurora nearby oh, here. Never so. mind. Really remote. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Really remote <laughs> as in like two miles from here. <laughs> Um, anyway, the Kmart scene, it's like, a it's a montage of like random activities. They, they like shoot hoops and yep. buy like sweatpants because they've been like soaked in the rain. Yeah. And they like hang out. She like puts stickers on a hat while uh-huh. they're like laying on summer, um, like beach yeah. chairs and just sunglasses on. And they're just like talking about life, you know? And just to know, like, just to really like emphasize how fun the scene is. There's a full panoramic shot of like her, like trying on a hat and the camera like zooms around her yes. for a full shot, which really makes like you 360. know, yeah, this scene <laughs> is fun. Wouldn't you like to be, yeah. to do this in a Kmart? I bet Kmart, I bet business spiked at yeah. Kmart right after in that movie. In 1999? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That again. was their biggest year. <laughs> yeah. They were selling like Forces of Nature DVDs for like 12 years. After it was that. shot hair, you yeah. guys. From Yeah, it's like Forces of Nature as seen in Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> or like that's the logo on Kmart for like a year. It's like Kmart as seen in, in Forces, Forces of, of Nature. Nature. And like it's Ben Affleck and Sandra Bullock on the sign. Like yeah, back to pointing back. at the Kmart like, hey, hey. come in here, right? Spend the night. Like us, yeah. <laughs> Spend the night. What if like every Kmart had to be 24-7 for like another year after that? Like ones that and closed at like 10? all of their customers came at night yeah. instead of doing Wouldn't the day. Wouldn't this be fun? Yeah. Maybe we'll catch a glimpse of Sandy and Ben here at the Kmart. Oh, honey, we haven't had a date in such a long time. I want to go to Kmart. Yeah. Doesn't that look so romantic? At three in the morning. And then like all the basketball hoops are being taken up by other people doing that date. <laughs> damn it again we gotta put our reservations down next time (laughs) yeah you have to there's a waiting list for the basketball hoop party for two Mm -hmm. at Kmart okay it's a 45 minute wait honey do you want to go to dinner first or do you want (laughs) to well maybe we can take a eight hour nap at home (laughs) come Come back back, yeah come back at two in the morning (laughs) yeah oh and the other thing about that um argumentative scene uh-huh. fight scene in in the hotel the room. hotel room right after they have a beautiful beautiful like scene of Sandra Bullock taking a bath oh, yeah. like it's a fucking like <laughs> porno like pg porn yeah. movie it's weird like anyway beside after that they get caught in their lie yeah swimming in the pool by the maid of honor, maid and, of the honor and the best man and um they're, so they're taking off their wet clothes as they're like really mad at each other and yelling at each other's faces and Ben Affleck is ready to leave and packing his bag and they're telling them what's what and their real character trait and what's wrong with each other and um, and they're shouting and Cinder Brick ends up like in her underwear yeah. shouting at him. Um, he He's about to leave. Oh no, wait, one more thing. This is what's wrong with you. So the part that I like I will reiterate the part that I like about the argument is mm-hmm. what they say to each other. Like they're trying to be honest while fighting. Yeah. Which I relate to that. Like I'm a very um, fiery person. And when <laughs> I fight, this is what happens. And that's why I think as a teenager with when I was even worse. Um, you identified. Yeah. With I was like, yeah, this is how people fight. But then the whole trope of 
angry kissing. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that trope. No. Do people do that? Maybe. Like in like in furious rage against right. each other. Well, that will make them like this is the like they'll like yell each other like two inches from each other's face and then just start and kissing. just start making out. Yeah. Well, like, rage is one step away from love, don't you know? I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I like, please tell me. I don't. I, I mean, like, look, <laughs> I've yeah, I've been in fights, and I have not. They have not ended with like fiery makeout <laughs> me sessions. Me neither. So I. That's why I'm like, am I fighting wrong? Yeah. As, or, yeah. Or am I kissing wrong? I, I, think I can't tell. <laughs> I, I mean, if we're gonna be real, I think it's just Hollywood projecting an unrealistic relationship and like how things work. In the world mm, versus yeah, right? how things but actually work. But it's so common. Yes. I've seen it in so many things. Yeah. Like sometimes it's even more than just kissing. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't get it at all. Like I don't understand. And that's why I hate and love this scene is. Sure. Like the fighting I really. And then they just start kissing. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What happened? Did record I scratch. Here? What? <laughs> yeah. Was that a record scratch? How many records? Do you, I mean, you do actually listen to records. I think is I the, don't scratch them. That's oh yeah, you're very careful with them, so you wouldn't know what that what that noise sounds like. Fine, you do it. Okay, I'm gonna make a realistic record scratch noise with my. You're just googling it with my mouth. Uh, here it comes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I did I pull the curtain on you? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So here we go with my with record my scratch. Mouth. Here comes a record scratch noise. Did everybody. I miss something? Here it comes. We're going to edit this so it sounds perfect. <laughs> nice. See, it sounded like what I just did. But that was... <laughs> no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. If everybody's uh, come back to their headphones after like their ears being blown out... Um, I'm so sorry. Please. Um, please keep listening. <laughs> please listen to the next episode after this one. Mm, yes. You should. It will be fun. Yeah. Much more fun. So. Than me screaming <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> so like what, what drove, like in high school, like why did you, like what do you think was the reason why you went to this movie other than having a big crush on Ben Affleck and like why did you keep going back to it? I think I also, like I said, I also liked Sandra Bullock. And it was, like to me it was like, oh, two, two actors that I like and they're going to be in a love story together. Boom. I'm sold. I, then it was, um. I think when I saw it the first time, I really liked it probably because of the... I think I maybe I am still a sucker for that. I'm not really sure. I'd have to watch another movie with that kind of trope. But the the dorky square dude falling in love with a wild spirit yeah. to me is like, I'm into that story. I find that interesting and endearing out of all the cheesy rom-com stories out there. Sure. Like I never really liked um, Matthew McConaughey rom-coms or even Jennifer Lopez rom-coms, even though I really like Jennifer you Lopez. You must not have liked The Wedding Planner then because that's both of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. That that's exactly what I was thinking of as a rom-com. But I'm, there's plenty more. There's not... I don't think there's that many rom-coms that I like. Uh-huh. The other one I like is Fifty First Dates. That's a cute one. But that's also another one of like the dorky dude falling in love with like kind of this free spirit low-key person sure as opposed to uh, the trope of falling in love with somebody who has amnesia and can't remember <laughs> the day before that old one yes yeah <laughs> that in hawaii yeah 
God, that movie's so This tired. movie has Hawaii in it, too. Maybe that's oh what I God, like in a rom-com. Like Hawaii. It's just in Hawaii. Eh, that's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's mostly it. I just realized that my notes at the end says, the chimes. <laughs> the chimes? There's so many chime sounds. Oh, in this movie, yeah, in Forces of Nature. Well, also, like, it takes place in like the it's South. fucking charmed all over again. <laughs> like, anytime there's like something maybe, about to happen, maybe chimes are what brings you to things. Maybe, maybe magic. Yeah, this is a side side note. Did, okay. did you watch that trailer for the new Charmed? Yes. Thank you, Kaylin. Thank you, Kaylin. It on our yeah, thanks, Facebook. Po- thanks, Kaylin. The throwback to school. Yeah, Facebook I'm really page. happy I watched that, Kaylin. Thanks a lot. Oh God, I did not know they were remaking it. Yeah, and it's funny because two days later, George Takei like posted something about the remake of Charmed, and I was like, Oh, twice my. in a row. Here yes. we go, the new Charmed. Just like that. Yeah, he just slipped in here. I don't know if he saw that, but George Takei just oh, hopped hi, on George. the third mic. Hello. It's me, George Takei. It's okay that Andrew's pretending to be me because they're both Asian. <laughs> you said it. Hey, I said it. Me, George Takei. Now I have to go. Goodbye. Bye, George. Thanks for stopping Bye, by. Bye, George. Thanks. Too, I'm sorry I didn't get to ask you a question. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper, buddy. See you later. <laughs> oh, boy. So I don't know how to come back from that. Um, so are we going to watch the new Charmed for the show? Do we have to? I think we should at least watch the first episode. Okay. And we can That's talk fine. about it as like an emergency pod when it comes out. Ooh, a bonus. Yeah. Emergency pod. Is that a news like emer- like what? newscast? I kind of blacked Sorry. out. What happened? <laughs> Something happened? <laughs> <Di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-di-
No, he's British. He's British. <laughs> I was like, br- what is happening? He's got an elvish accent in Lord of the Rings. He just talks weird. Know. He just talks as a, weird. As a British person, he just talks funny because he like slurs a lot. Uh huh. Because if you re- if you rewatch Pirates of the Caribbean, you can't understand shit of what he says. Oh yeah. Not because of his accent. He just talks funny. Oh, I forgot he was in those movies. That's how I met him for the first time. That's how I met him <laughs> <laughs> on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean. No, on the TV. <laughs> On the T, that's where you met him for the first time on the TV. <laughs> you were formally introduced by what? The remote? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the remote was like, Liza, I got a new you're, friend uh, to, You're going to love this you guy. Need to meet. You are going to love this guy. Check it out. This no, I, I liked Paris of the Caribbean, the first one when it came out. Uh-huh. I was really into it. Um, Even though I don't like Kira Knightley, she just, I don't know. I also don't like Kira Knightley very much. She annoys me. Yeah, she I don't know. She makes like this Doug fate duck face i thought you were gonna say dog face i was like okay we need to relax a little bit because it's not that it's better well i think like dog face is usually used as like a way to say somebody's ugly oh no she just makes a duck face she makes a duck face she pouts with her mouth yeah while she's acting yeah and i don't understand why i've ne- i just i don't think i've ever really liked her in a movie i don't think she's very good at acting and i i, I think um, but Kira, if you're out there, we would love to have you on the podcast. Sure you can talk about high school. Human. Yeah. An, I don't. I'm not saying she's a bad person, and just don't. Then like why did you her say acting. it? Whatever. I'm never going to meet this person, uh, or her mom, or her best friend. Her mom. <laughs> yeah. Like those are the people you have to one, apologize. Yeah, her to. mom's going to come after you. <laughs> I think it's to me. She's one of those actresses that I keep thinking she only gets a job because of what she looks like, and I don't even think she's that attractive. So I, that's why I'm perplexed I also, why, why yeah. she's so popular yeah we're also coming hard after Kira Knightley when like Johnny Depp is in these movies and like he is yeah like, he's sleaze bad dude douche <laughs> yeah. um, no of course yeah she was in Bend It Like Beckham I liked Bend It Like Beckham I liked that movie I don't remember it very well yeah I don't think she makes the movie fun though I think it's the other people yeah no I anyway. also haven't I haven't seen anything with her in it in a long time so she for all I don't I know, like it her was in Love Actually either. That might be why. It, I don't like her character in Love Actually, so it doesn't help. I don't like what happens to her in Love Actually. I don't really have a problem with her as much as like the scene where uh the where uh Rick from The Walking Dead mm-hmm. shows up with a bunch of cue cards with his like love confession to her. Right. And there's no like like it's just a very like here's my feelings for you, goodbye scene yeah and so i i don't like what happens to her in the movie as much as like she just doesn't really have much of a role in the movie other yeah, than to be just made, she's just a ditz she's, like, she's well, just, she's just she like she won't like she doesn't she's not reading into it yeah and she i don't know sorry this other... this conversation about orlando bloom once again one of our conversations into... about something else got derailed into a conversation about something else <laughs> so anyways orlando bloom what a Would babe you say the forces of nature or against us against us um to talk yes. about this podcast yes i would um orlando bloom what a babe yeah i was really into him he's just a cute um i understood later in my life that he's not that good at a- a- acting either no he's um, not and i think that's like, why he's not in anything anymore he has the kind of like i think at least like in like the public eye he usually has that little wispy yeah, like mustache very, like, or goatee that's kind of gross has, like botchy very patchy just uh, facial hair yeah the poster oh that's what i was gonna say the poster was gifted to me by someone who i know um not orlando bloom oh, dang it. 
because they knew that I liked him. And it was uh, from like, it was one of those cheesy posters you'd get at, um, it was from Golden Age Comics. Okay. In Pioneer Square. Yeah. Or in uh, Pike Place Market. Uh-huh. So super like, you know, it's like super photoshopped and posed. He has like yeah. a, a like baby blue button up shirt. Oh. Like unbuttoned. Okay. Chest. Say more. And he's like laying like, jeff goldblum style from like <laughs> jurassic park like <laughs> on his side and staring at the camera with his brown chocolate eyes uh-huh. it was just... <sighs> oh boy <laughs> it was, i uh-huh. was like so happy to get like i was so excited to get a real poster all of my posters in high school and middle school like anything that was on my wall i was like i never bought any of them they were like retrieved from magazines like sure. i didn't really have the money for that stuff so i would like patch it from like ads and like just things i found yeah and that's how i decorated my room so like getting an official poster like full size like almost movie theater size poster sure i was so pumped by the way but i think by the end of this podcast whenever this podcast not this episode but the actual podcast ends we're gonna have a very clear picture of what your room was like in high school because so far we have the charmed ones and we have orlando bloom on your wall so Wait, this podcast is gonna end never oh okay <laughs> i meant but yeah i meant by the end of this episode oh did gosh. i did i say it not by the end of this episode by the end of this episode you're gonna reveal every poster you had on your wall <laughs> tonight well it started with okay uh, we have to go everybody <laughs> we're out of time well do you not want to hear about this <laughs> What are we, your posters? Yeah. We can sparse these out over the course of other episodes because right. I'm sure I'll, I'll push on the brakes. Uh, yeah, pump pump the brakes. I'm sure we will get to another piece of pop culture that will reveal Turns another out it poster. Was on my walls. This is gonna be like a mystery. Like the fans are piecing together. Like I wonder what the next poster is gonna Ooh, be. If you want to send fan mail, you can make a what you, you think what my bedroom looked like. Yeah, send in the poster you think it was. <laughs> for all you fans out there mm-hmm. mm. Mm. <laughs> well liza this has been great great getting to know you through forces of Thanks. nature are which... we doing one of your crushes or just no mine? it's just yours oh because we just did yours yeah last time yeah cool so anyways liza it's been a real treat getting to know you better through forces of nature which is something you don't like anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just gonna be one of those it's been ruined. I'm not probably not going to watch this ever again. Well, I I mean it's not like I mean so there was there was one scene where they go to a gay bar on accident mm-hmm. and like she thinks she's going to go to this bar and strip to get money and it turns out it's a gay bar so he has to strip to get money. And it's one of those things that like does not exist anymore where like the joke is that it's a gay bar and not that like what happens in there is the joke, but the mm-hmm. joke is that like they went into a gay bar and he has to dance cuz what's funnier than a straight guy having to act gay. Mm. And I think like that scene could not exist anymore. And yes, it's kind of, it, and it's kind of one of those things where you watch and you're like, that's yeah. kind of, do you, but so you don't read that scene as also like this square, boring dude, like being very uncomfortable with his body, like force, like she's like, talking to him into it and then he gets the confidence from the crowd to I think, undress like I think, you don't like that i think if that that was the intention of the scene it would have been like a group of like older women or something i think that the fact that they chose it to be a gay bar meant that like the joke is that it's a gay bar and he has to dance in front of gay people mm. and like 
you know, at the end of it, he's like, I'm a gay dancer now. Yeah, I'm so happy. Whole, yeah, that you know, whole part like, is it's, stupid. It's the, the joke of it is like, can you believe that yeah. this straight white guy had to dance for a bunch of gay people? Isn't that funny? Yeah. And I think like that was the joke. And I think that's the kind of joke that I was really afraid it was going to be in, in monkey bone. Like that kind of like, right. oh boy, like, you know, sort of like, right. I, I, you know, I, so like I get the, it. The hetero like lens onto what gay culture yeah, is yeah and in it's the like, 90s which is inaccurate and right and it's still stupid. like they still have that lens of like the thing that every straight guy thinks about gay people like you don't want a gay person in your locker room because they're just staring at like they just want to get a peek at your dick you right, know so like right. and like it <laughs> it's just such an, an antiquated stupid thought that like you can't dress in front of a gay person because they're just gonna be staring at your junk the whole time. And that's how they treat all these gay people in the bars that like they, it's almost like they've never seen a man before in their life. And they were just like, 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 they were like tearing at his clothes. Like I must get closer to him. And it was just like, like there was, you know, I know that like, if they, if they had done the scene, you know, opposite where like they were in a straight bar and it was like, Sandra she Bullock on dancing it, yeah. like they probably still would have had like guys like throwing dollar bills and at her crazy and going yeah. crazy but it's just like the idea that like they that like it's so funny to me right but that's that that's blah, back blah, blah, to blah, blah, yeah blah. it's back to our point that the whole movie is basically like quote-unquote classic rom-com tropes but we're gonna put it on its head and yes. their version of that is to make it a gay bar and yeah like nowadays it's like okay yeah like, cool they went into a gay bar yeah, yeah. like what what's the what's funny about that yeah yeah so i get it i think like i that was my fear watching monkey bone was there would be, excuse me um there would be a scene where i'd be like oh that's pretty insensitive or like that's that joke could not exist anymore yeah so i i get or, or full-on homophobic right like, yeah just yeah yeah so i get sort of wanting to distance yourself from this movie yeah. <laughs> so i get there's it. parts yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i know why i liked it in high school and i think it made sense in high school though yeah i think it's fine to not like like not being as into it anymore sure um, i still like sandra bullock yeah sandra if you're out Sandy there Bulbul? call me <laughs> call, yeah, call liza please <laughs> we will go get coffee together oh and then we'll fan out yeah it'll be such a cute coffee day <laughs> uh all right that'll do it for this episode yes thank you for listening thank you, you can follow us on instagram oh yeah these days at throwback to school and you can like us on facebook the same thing yeah, throwback back to school yeah, on facebook facebook.com uh, slash throwback to school, throwback to school I, think. I guess yeah probably yeah and you can check out our website if you already don't know where it is it's at goodtalkstudio.com thanks babies thanks babies bye bye bye